Good morning. Emily Reese here, and I'm joined by Stephen Roof from the Minneapolis College of Art and Design, and we're going to talk about Earth Day today. But Stephen, Earth Day, of course, I'm talking to you on Earth Day, but this is Thursday that it's being aired. Well, it is Thursday, yeah. (laughs) But Earth Day was yesterday. (laughs) Well, yeah, but Emily, it's never too late to save the planet. (laughs) All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So how are you, Stephen? It's good to talk to you today. I'm pretty well. I miss my students and I miss my community, but I'm doing, I'm healthy and my community is relatively healthy as well. Um, As you know, I'm the chair of the Arts Entrepreneurship Department over at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. And, you know, the reason why I'm passionate about sustainability is um, because I grew up as what was called a very commoner baby. So there were like monster kids in some communities and there are different fads or different trends that rose up at different times in our history of our country. And Barry Commoner was one of the folks that um, was really instrumental in bringing um, awareness and engagement to uh, the, the travails of the planet. You may and may, you may not remember, but some of the listeners may remember that back in the 70s, literally rivers in Ohio were on fire and they were what was burning was the waste that was coming out of factories and that 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 that, so then they it was and today you know it's not much different where people can have fracking in their area and people can actually light the gases that are coming out of their coming out of their water faucet so we have not solved the problem of what a 21st century economy looks like that is free from oil and gas, that can be sustainable for us to live for centuries to come. We have problems to solve. Tell us a little bit more about the history of Earth Day, if you would. Yeah, you know, Earth Day started uh, in 1970 was the very first one. So So yesterday, but this week we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. And it was on April 22nd, and it was amazing then. 20 million Americans were mobilized at that time. It was 10% of the U.S. population at that time. They took to the streets and college campuses and cities all over the United States to protest environmental ignorance because the rivers were burning. In downtown L.A., we see pictures today of, of um, you know, from China, And we see pictures where you can't see the sun and people are wearing masks and their tears running down their eyes from being outdoors. That's what L.A. looked like. That's what Detroit looked like. That's what Chicago looked like. And the what came out of the Earth Day movement was an awareness and actually a mobilization that resulted in policy that were enacted by the federal government, the Clean Air Act the Clean Water Act, and subsequently the Endangered Species Act. Those things came out of those actions. You know, no change ever happens in, uh, without protest, without resistance, without mobilization, without action. And these are things that people cared about. Today, you can go to L.A. and you can clearly see the Hollywood sign from downtown L.A. You couldn't do that in the 70s. So it's, we've, we've made a lot of progress, so it's not to, to deny that. But yeah. we also have a lot of work to do. Uh, Stephen, what are some of the things that are happening now to celebrate this 50th anniversary? Well, we have um, at MCAD, we has, have spent the week on uh, working on sustainability and have sustainability activities that have happened earlier in this week and that will be coming up later in this week. Um, anybody can go to mcad.edu and see various links 
um, to, to activities that as we celebrate the 50th anniversary of Earth Day. And part of the reason why we do that at MCAT is the school is really committed to sustainability, meaning balancing the needs of people, planet, as well as profit. And so um, there are different lectures that are happening. There are workshops, there are seminars, uh, how uh, people who are working in design, and by design I mean thinking about the reclamation of the Ford plant area and turning that into a walkable, livable community. Like what, what is the design around that? So city planning, community planning, regional planning, those are, are forms of design as well as what we would mo most often think of as graphic design or something like that. So a lot of activities happening at MCAD. We've had guest lectures. Um, guest lecturers, we have uh, uh, bumblebee uh, pollinator garden workshops. Sweet. Uh, we have uh, 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 Earth Day Storytelling Slam that some of our students are participating in. In the Arts Entrepreneurship Department, we weave in sustainability ethos into all the classes because our students know that in order to survive, we need to be more attentive as they're designing projects. They need to be more attentive to the end of the useful life of the product or service that they're developing. So what are the impacts while it's being used? And what are the impacts of that object or, or service at the end of its useful life? So if they build a giant building and then it's only for the Olympics and then it's just going to get torn down, I mean, that's not sustainable. And so how do we think about the end of useful life? Currently, as you know, a lot of heavy metals and computers, and those computers just get bundled and put on onto big barges and get shipped off to developing countries. And then, you know, people are pulling all those heavy metals out. And it's just like, that's not a thinking in a way about the end of useful life. So we're working towards a circular economy. And so that's the kind of work we do in a, in a, in a college setting. And then day to day, there's a lot of uh, activities that people can do. So um, another place that people can go for information would be earthday.org. Earthday.org is the official organization that supports um, Earth Day activities around the globe. And there are, there are um, hundreds and thousands literally around the world of activities that are happening. The other thing I'd offer is that climate generation. So many people know Will Steger. Will Steger it was an Arctic explorer and very active in the 90s, 80s, and 90s. And he started, a, uh, he started to see on his explorations the impacts of climate change as the ice, is re ice was receding and glaciers were melting and things like that. And it became a very big concern of his. And he started a nonprofit organization called the uh, Climate Generation the Will Steger legacy. And so climate.org, climategen.org, climate and then gen.org is his website and uh, for climate generation. And a lot of engagement for people there of all ages, a lot of young people, they've, they've compiled stories about how, um, how the impacts of climate change have impacted individuals and are sharing those stories in a story slam. And I know that that's up on their website. So you can um, listen to those stories as they're being read by the authors, as well as buy a book. That's great. Uh, Stephen Roof, uh, Chair of Arts Entrepreneurship at uh, Minneapolis College of Art and Design. What more would you like to say about Earth Day? I'd say get out there, uh, act, uh, you know, act lo locally and think globally. I mean, we can all make small changes and we can all influence our legislators to keep the pressure on to 
make sure that the corporations are doing their part and contributing to the wellness of our planet. And we're looking at long-term uh, results rather than short-term gains. Fantastic. Well, Stephen, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great Earth Week. Thank you. Let's get out there and save the planet.